You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. All right, folks. Welcome back to the latest Mountain Swire Basketball Podcast Edition. That's right. We're back. We, uh, basketball, it's, uh, we try to be consistent. I say we try. Andrew is joining me again. How you doing? We're going to make it doing, quick. <laughs> doing well, doing okay. Starting to come down with a little bit of a cold, but, uh, I'm pushing through. We, we marched through, and if you marched through, we're recording this Tuesday night. Um, there's a couple games in the Mountain West we'll talk about momentarily, but for any of our hoop stuff, mwr.com, we have Andrew, your own DPI rankings out. We have our, I hope people are enjoying this. I think it's a good idea. It'll be fun where it's our weekly power rankings or player of the week rankings, but we go one through five. And so if you have a good week, you get five points, four, three, two, and one. And we're going to add those up. And if you can the most, your player of the year, that's the most fair way, right? I, I think so. I think, I think different. it's a really good idea. It's different. It's fun. Yeah. And so yeah, it's absolutely. like, well, why not? And so we right now it's a uh, Jaquel Lyles. New Mexico is up by a little bit after a couple weeks. But it'll be close, so don't get too upset if your guy's not there. But since we last left everybody, we've had Utah State come from behind to beat LSU. They win the uh, tournament out there. We've had San Diego State beat Iowa and Creighton. Was that it? Who did they beat? Yeah, Iowa and Creighton, yeah. Great. I think for me, we had Aztecs lose to St. Mary's on the road. No shocker, St. Mary's at home. (laughs) They they don't go anywhere. (laughs) Um, How shocked do you imagine this? Because we'll get to some other hoop stuff, but... San Diego State is, rank, is ranked, which is deservedly so. How does Utah State drop out of the rankings? And how is St. Mary's also not ranked? I think, well, I think the Dayton loss might actually be the answer to both of those questions. <laughs> uh, because I think could Dayton just, I, they, they're looking like they might be a top 10 team all of a sudden. But, but the way that they beat St. Mary's, I think not only it made St. Mary's look bad, but it also made Utah state's loss to them look a little worse. Plus I think Colorado did pretty well against Kansas. I mean, they lost, but it's Kansas. Well, so did they, uh, they I, lost to Kansas yeah. by six. Yeah. So there it's uh sorry, go continue with that because it's oh, interesting. I was, just, I was just saying, you know, they, they, they're going to shoehorn some other teams, give some other teams a shot at the bottom there and maybe uh, take Utah State out. But they're, they're still pretty close. I think they're like 26th in one of the polls and maybe 28th in the other, something like that. But you're telling me that 6th and 3rd seed Hall team is that good? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not telling you that. <laughs> I know you're not. So you can say, get them out of there. Say, no, leave. They're sitting at – I know, okay, I get it. Michigan State, Oregon, and Iowa State. But it's like – We'll see. It's like it's different than college football. Rankings don't matter too much, and Aztecs are in there partly because they're undefeated, but partly because they're playing pretty well. Like we were just joking before the show. Like BYU plays Mount, that bunch of Mountain West teams. San Diego State escaped versus BYU seventy six seventy one at the Marriott Center minus Yoli Childs, who had he not been that nine game suspension, a bunch of garbage. Well, yeah. NCA is well. What's new? NCA sucks for parts of it. Like he literally could be like, he still might be like all American consideration 
for what he's going to do in Cade. Like his first game back versus Utah, if he not cramped up or whatever, they would have beat Utah in overtime. He had like 28 points in like 30 in not even 30 minutes. Had to leave the game with injury. But yeah. tonight, tonight, 75 to 42 over Nevada, BYU. Whew. Yeah, it's amazing. Especially, I mean, this is the BYU. You mentioned the San Diego State loss. They also lost to Boise State. That's right, in uh, overtime. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they've they've done well. This they just crushed UNLV uh, over the weekend, and now they're coming out and and just they get Utah State. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. They get the Aggies. Yeah. Played at the. Vivint Smart Home Arena, home of the Jazz. They play. We'll see if the Aggies are ranked when they play. Well, no, it's not because it's this weekend. I know we're bouncing around, but we're getting to it, folks. <laughs> yeah, we're, hey, we're keeping it the same. BYU, UNLV, they play Utah State. Come on, Nevada. It's all. It's uh, but Utah State they get they get name uh, Kata back finally. Yes, finally. And, I think that's gonna. I think that's really gonna help them get back up in into the top twenty-five. It should, and they got when they play BYU. It's it's a neutral game because they have I don't know you probably heard the Beehive Classic. It's kind of a newish yeah. thing. It's like the concept. I'm gonna rant for half a second because I'm from the area, and it's like it's lame how it works out. It's like all it is is a doubleheader. So you have because Utah BYU typically play on campus. You have you have Utah State BYU. Then it's what Weber who's the Weber State Utah I think. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's that's right. Yeah, it's something on the Pac-12 network. So I know it's Utah and Weber State. I'm like. You know what would be really cool? Like, other states could do this as well. Like, there's plenty in North Carolina, plenty in, like, Illinois, plenty of teams in Ohio. Why not do – and think of, say, Utah. Southern Utah, not too bad this year. They beat Nebraska. I'm saying. They almost beat BYU. Yeah. You have them. You have Utah Valley, who's pretty good, usually decent. Weber State's always solid. Got lots of lots of Utah State, Utah, yeah. BYU. Well, it's it, like – And you'll have, uh, what, Dixie State next year? Uh, oh, yeah. They're moving up to the Division Ones very soon. I'm not yeah. sure exactly when, but – why not do like it's just lame. It's like when states have it's like you'd play these crappy like Utah State tonight played St. Catherine. I'm like, give me a break. <laughs> right. I'm like Yeah. Why not play a like a real tournament? Like, why can't they do there's some schools do like those mini four team tournaments, like play a Friday, Saturday, like winner plays winner, loser plays loser, or with enough teams, play like a six or eight team tournament, like a mini thing, like maybe play a home and home somewhere. And then you go to the home of the jazz and play the, the next four games and play twice. It's like, yeah, who would have yeah. that would be exciting. Like you, like you view, like they go to Kentucky and Duke and play the, they go have to leave thousands of miles when they have a pac 12 team down the street. They have a pretty good Utah state team this year. BYU team is always going to be second or third in the WCC. It's like, I don't know. I wish other states would do stuff like that. Like even in Texas, you got a million teams. You could do something like that. Like Texas A&M and Texas actually played basketball at each other the other day. It's like, come on. I don't know. I, I wish it would be it happen more often here and other places too because it's uh, you want crowds. You want people to come to your basketball games in November and December. That's how you do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it would go over quite as well in a place like Oregon where I'm at because we've yeah. only got the four teams. You know, we've yeah. got Oregon, Oregon State, and then you've got Portland and Portland State. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't. Oregon and Oregon State play each other a lot already, yeah. so it's not like it's a it's a special thing, really. Yeah, I would say here we get all non-conference teams. There are certain areas that go well or not, but yeah. this also dives into my thing where Mountain West should do AAC challenge of some sort for ultimate supremacy. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, but that was my little rant there. But they play BYU, and so Utah State, like, I think they're tournament-wise, it's them in San Diego State, and New Mexico is maybe getting close to doing something, but 
I, yeah. It's a two-team league. Hey, guess what? It's improvement from years past when it's basically one team. That's a really good point. Yeah. Uh, no, I think at this point, Utah State would really have to kind of fall on their face. Same with San Diego State. I, th- I think both of them, it's obviously, it's what, December 10th? So it's a little early to oh, say I know. Exactly. anyone's a lock, right? But I think that those two teams are definitely headed in the right direction. I don't know that anybody else really has a great shot. But yeah, New Mexico or Nevada would probably be the right. best. But Not Nevada right now, after tonight, man. Lose my 30-some points to a team that'll win. BYU will be what they always are. 18 to 22 wins, finish third place in the West Coast Conference. Exactly. And that's like a, what maybe a net two, a quad two victory at be, or a quad two loss at best. Yeah. So I don't think that loss is going to hurt them all that much. I mean, obviously losing by thirty points is going to hurt you really in any computer ranking. But still. well, the net caps at ten, so no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the net caps their margin thing at ten, but I think the efficiency numbers they use, I don't know that they have a cap. On, I don't think they do on either. those separately. So you know, there's that those numbers get in there. They do, but like Utah State, like they have the schedule too. So like, I know it's way too early, but we always, it's always fun to speculate and stuff. Because yeah. St. Mary's lost, not gonna be a bad loss. They got South Florida, which would be okay. They got Florida, that's a decent name. But who's EAQ on the schedule? Who is that? Let me look and see. EAQ Eastern Oregon. Who? Oh, okay. Ne- yeah, that's right. I think this this is uh, Utah State, right? Of course, this is this yeah. new moral scheduling from years past, the ghost of storm moral period, who <laughs> schedules nobody. <laughs> so I remember at the end of the off season, they were talking about needing to add two games to their schedule still, and it looks like it was St. Catherine and, I guess, yeah, Eastern Oregon. Uh, so yeah, my neck of the woods heading down to Logan. Guess. Well, not not well, exactly my neck. That's yeah, a little closer to Idaho. State's pretty, yeah, Eastern Oregon's wherever they're next to uh what Spokane? Uh, yeah, Spokane's on the eastern border, right? Or, yeah, but Spokane's not, pretty far up north. But yeah. like Pol- Pullman. Pullman. That's what's, yeah, Pullman. Yeah, Pullman. Yeah, right yeah. there. Pullman's right in the border. But like, is it, this might be why? Like, we're gonna go like X's and O's or, not, or crossing our schedule and <laughs> talk here. But that's probably why the Mountain West might be going to, tw- or I guess they are going to twenty games. Don't worry about this garbage. Yeah, that's true. Those two extra games right there, they uh, they schedule themselves at that point. So yeah, I maybe mean, that'll probably be nice. So, looking overall, kind of what the leagues we've got, we had a weekly conference play because the tournament got the boot for a gigantic, uh, what was it called? Um, it's like some agriculture concert, or not concert, convention. It's taking right. every hotel room with the Pac 12 and everything else. So they got, we had a weird, hey, we're copying the Big Ten. That's not a bad thing, I guess. <laughs> the first week of uh, league play already happened a couple games, but like overall, like looking at who's played and kind of watching and reading stuff like, I thought you know you would be a bit better because they've had close games, but the blood loss to BYU doesn't help. We 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 choked on Air Force everybody. Yeah, uh, Fresno State's like the worst of the bunch. I'm like they're only won two games. Like what the heck's with that? And yeah, but they've been close. And so, I mean, what they had both of their games went to overtime this past week, didn't they? And uh, yeah, they've had a couple other like not. They're not getting blown out of the water, but they just can't get a win. Yeah, they lost Utah State by seven. I think that was the overtime, right? Yeah, I believe so. And you're, then I think Vegas by UNLV, one. right. Oh, no, double overtime in UNLV. Yeah, exactly. And, like, St. Mary's by 10 is not bad. Cal State North, it's not a, not a great loss, obviously, but you're right, by one. USD by a couple, but they barely beat Winthrop. And they get the closest blow is Oregon by 14. But, like, it's, uh, it's going to be tough for them. But, like, 
if you're looking at any team, it's if we're gonna look at any challenge, it might be New Mexico sitting at nine and two. They because yeah. they but they haven't played much anybody either. It's like you know they beat Northridge, Green Bay, McNeese State. They lost to UTEP, who's usually decent basketball. Get run off the court versus Auburn. What's their best win? Wisconsin is that even a good win? I don't know. It's you know it's decent. it's not a it's not a bad win, but it's certainly nothing to hang your hat on. I think I, I really don't think that they were really ever set up very well to get to the tournament with their non-conference schedule. Um, so they're going to need to beat Utah state is, or, and San Diego state probably at least once um, to, to, to get in, I think. Cause yeah, I think just New Mexico doesn't have the schedule. Wisconsin is not a great win. No, it's going to be, it'll end up, what it'll end up being is a tier, a net two, or I say net two, but a quad two win just because they played the big 10. And don't get me started on strength, getting top 25 wins or top 50, but that'll be a, a Q2 win just because the virtue of them being in the Big Ten and it being a neutral game, which kind of lowers that bar for that number a little right. bit, I'm thinking. Exactly. And, like, Montana's an okay team. Like, you're right. They're on a conference schedule. Like, Auburn, yeah, that if had they beat them, that's, that would have been a good win. But they're gonna, you're right. They're going to need to – they got Grand Canyon. They got Houston Baptist. What is it? UC Davis. What is the schedule? But you're yeah. right. They're going to need to win what – they'll probably need to probably split Utah State, San Diego State to, for any at-large chance and go like 28-4. and four. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm just checking the schedule right now to see – to make sure that they do actually play both teams Ooh, twice. Oh, they don't. They play they don't. Oh. Uh-oh. That's even worse. So, uh, yeah. uh-oh. Hey, they're, they bo- only- they're, they're both on the road, I want to say. San Diego State on the road. Air, they, no, have, they host Utah State in the season, which yeah. will be nice. But no, they're how? Just don't get me started scheduling again. Craig Thompson, whoever's making the scheduling, like I'm already taking the Craig Thompson for football, <laughs> which I've been a backer for a while. I'm like, oh, he's fine, he's good, but it's not, it's not working out. We need, they need a new guy in charge. But wasn't the reason of the scheduling to play the better teams twice? So you, sorry, no, sorry, Air Force, San Jose State, and. uh not Boise, but whatever. Wyoming, I guess, when they're down, or CSU, the years they're down. Like, to not have to play those teams twice. I thought that was kind of the plan. And New Mexico was expected to be pretty good this year. It's not like it's out of the – it's wild that they're 9-2. and two. Right. Yeah, no, I think that it it doesn't make a lot of sense to me how this got scheduled. There's probably just some sort of – you know, a spreadsheet that has this yeah. scheduled out for the next 10 years somewhere. But, yeah, I think – being a little bit more proactive and, and tinkering with it to make sure you're getting good matchups is, is the only way to make an uneven schedule work. Are you familiar with conference USA started recently? Yeah. So they've, so they do their little, I don't remember the, the word, the pod or something like that, that they use, but at the end of the season, right, they group the teams by a how they've done. Four, so far. I think a fours, right? Or yeah. Or threes. I think, Threes or fours? I, th- I think it's four, and there might be one group of three or five because I, I don't think there's sixteen teams in the. I, I don't remember. Off the top I of think my it's head. yeah, but they play basically they they pit the best teams against each other in a yeah. grouping. They play whatever many games it may be, two or three, or something like that to boost. Because it's not. It's honestly CUSA. It's not going to boost you a ton, but you need anything you can get. And right, that's what exactly. the Mountain West and is kind of at. It's like why not do something kind of drastic like that. Well, and when you're one of those conferences and you know that you've only got really, you know, maximum three, four good teams, then yeah, give yourself 
as a conference, the best chance to get a bid by giving your good teams more chances at good wins. It makes sense. It does. And it's, it's hard to talk about the league world a little bit where it's kind of like not what it was years ago, but like, it's kind of interesting. Like, Look at Colorado State. They have Nico Carvacho, who's really, 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 really good. Like, yeah. remember the thousand point, thousand rebounds? Like, every person's like a Hall of Famer, essentially. And then <laughs> Nico is like, does that guy belong? Yeah, but like, he's on a great team. Maybe they'll get better with the, with the year two of um, Medved there. But overall, yeah. it's like, it's getting slightly better. Like, I'm glad they kind of ditched the Missouri Valley thing for the, uh, with the A10 challenge. So kind of a step up, which yeah. is weird because they, I don't know why they're doing this too. Like they're announced like two years ahead of time, essentially. It's like for next December, they announced it now. It's like, what's the point of that? Same thing with the Missouri Valley. They would announce, they're like, Oh, it's a kind of a schedule based thing or how well are you doing? But let's do it in, in February before a season's even over early February. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the nightmare of logistics that, you know, the, the athletic departments have to go through to get these games scheduled if you can do it that last minute. But well, I mean, but if you if, can add St. Catharines and Eastern Oregon at the last second, yeah. why can't you? Well, you know? it's not that hard. It's like, okay, you right. have however many teams, A-10, however many teams Mountain West, all they need to decide is who's hosting and when. And then yeah. put the matchups late. Like, okay, you're hosting, you're hosting, you're not, you're whatever. Not. There's a little There's bit a little... to work with on the who's playing who. But if you know essentially the weekend's going to play, like say it's a – don't do Missouri Valley where it's like a Tuesday here, a Sunday here, a Friday here. Have it go over three days so you know you have a game and you know you're traveling somewhere and you're going west or east. Fill in the blanks once you know what the schedule is set for who's good or who's not. It's like hosting, whatever. Do you want your best team to always host? Maybe, but why does it matter as long as you have these certain teams that are hosting or not? I don't know. I figured it's, it's just weird, but yeah, basketball is a quirky thing to schedule, but uh, it's now, speaking of scheduling, how do you like San Jose State drawing both Utah State and San Diego State to start off their Mountain West Good season? luck, fellas. Good luck. Hey, they always yeah. play Stanford tough, and they got them soon. And so let's see how that goes. At least they had them tough last year. It's kind of <laughs> sad, too. Like, last year, like, oh, they were so close to winning. They were, they were, they were close, but I don't know. Like, San Jose State, like, it's they lost, they lose, like, their best player, like, every year. Yeah, every year it's like we're looking at it like when I mean Ilya Betker did thing last year. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about just random off season draft stuff. Like if you looked at who they lost, like Brandon Clark in the NBA, Ryan Wellage, other guys here, here, and here. Like they would have had a team that probably could, that legitimately could have won the Mountain West if all those guys stuck around. Yeah, I think their their leading scorer has left the program the last three or four years in a row. Something it's like just that. how how do you build a program around that? John Prilos had got. A really tough job out there. Hey, he has two wins. How many? Oh, three wins. Excuse me. How many did have last? Like four? Four. Four. Okay. And I, yeah. And I think I'm not positive, but I believe that includes like one non-division one win too. Yeah. I'm not sure on that though. They beat Simpson University. Yeah. So congrats. But right. I like that they play teams like they play UCLA, they play Oregon State. I think Oregon State at home. Look at that. Or no, that was a tournament game or something, I believe. But, like, look at, like, okay, they got Stanford. Santa, like, Santa Clara, maybe. Like, they got Riverside, maybe Pepperdine. Like, they're not overly scheduling, like, to kill themselves. Like, yeah, Arizona. A couple, like I mentioned, a couple of Pac-12 teams. But, yes, Utah State, San Diego State, that was not good. I was like, good luck on that. They didn't play well <laughs> at all. But, like, I could well, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean they almost like... beat San, San Diego State. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my. I'm sorry. I was a buzzer. I was looking at it wrong. My. I'm leaning way back in my chair here. I thought it said 80957. I realized, oh no, I saw oh. the buzzer beater over the weekend by, right, right, right. by Mikel. I was like, oh, I apologize. Um, Aztec fans probably want me to say 8957. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it should have been. Yeah. They weren't blocked, but like, like, if you look how the way the way the league's playing, like, they could beat Fresno State. They could probably, like, I say probably, but I could see them getting maybe eight win, which. Okay, not the two the horror, but you gotta go. You gotta go up somewhere. Like they like the way Nevada played tonight. Like there's teams they could beat. Like Wyoming's not great. Oh they, yeah, they get Wyoming at home. They get uh, Fresno at home. They get they go to Air Force. They get Air Force at home. Like they get CSU. I don't know if they beat them. I'm, but there's enough games. Like maybe they could beat some of these Big West teams or WCC teams coming up. Like if they yeah. get if they get to ten wins, it'd be a minor miracle. But I can see them like easily doubling last year. It's like they. Started off pretty well. They're, like, even Utah State lost only by 12. I think they're definitely going to catch some team by surprise. I mean, we saw, obviously, hints of it uh, against San Diego State. Yeah. But I think there's going to be another team because they're the team that I think is going to be overlooked as, okay, that's our easy game this week. And I think they're going to catch some teams sleeping a little bit there. So, yeah, you might see them beat maybe a Colorado State, maybe a Nevada, maybe Utah State later on. Ooh, hot take. Yeah. Mark it down. Andrew's, Andrew proclaims San Jose State beats Utah State. <laughs> San Jose State is going undefeated in oh, the boy. rest of Mountain West. Play. Stop it. That's ridiculous. That? Okay. So, uh, that's whatever. All right, so let's go to CSU real quick. Let me pull up what they're doing because we are having excitement. Same time well, for they, just screwing they around. won a game today. That's what what they did today. Oh, that's right. They, they beat uh, – who they played tonight? South Dakota State. And uh, Adam Thistlewood got a th- – Three pointer to go ahead, I think, with like under twenty seconds left. So the another, yeah, and the former home of TJ Otzelberger. Um, right. yeah. Coach TJ, make it easy on yourself, Coach TJ. Coach TJ, yeah, there we go. <laughs> or Coach O, if you want to guess, but there's already one of football. <laughs> yeah, there. That's that's much easier. Um, but yeah, so I think they're they're sticking up there as a definitely a top half team so far. Do they have a uh, chance playing CSU Colorado at home? Oof. I I don't think so. I'm I've kind of drank the Kool Aid on Colorado a little bit. I like the Buffaloes this year, um, so I think that they're gonna wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why did they open against Arizona State? <laughs> they played the game in China, so there's you know what that was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Shit, I don't. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure it also does not count as a Pac-12 game. It did not because I'm looking at right. it. I clicked on it. Okay, I'm like, it was I, just an uh, exhibition that they wanted to show off in China. I mean, there's money to be made there. Just ask the NBA. Uh, don't get me started. <laughs> also, as of note, this will be their second true road game. Is that it? The, yes, I was like the only one. The ASU, obviously China, San Diego, UCI, Wyoming, Clemson, Sac State. Or Sacramento, whichever one of those. LMU at Kansas, they lost by fourteen, and then they they just lost you and I. Who was that tonight? Northern Iowa, who's nine and one. Look out for them; they're always good. Was that this evening? Let me take a quick look here. Uh, Ooh, this is oh, great. Yeah, great yeah, play. it was. Lock it up, Rams over yeah. Buffs. <laughs> hey, who knows, man? They got the the Panthers beating them now over in Northern Iowa, so. Yeah, they went into Boulder and beat them. So, yeah, why not? Here's how it why not, Rams? Rams need to shoot 14 of 26 from three-point range, which the Panthers did. 
Hey, wow. Colorado, also, Colorado wasn't too bad. 10 of 20 and lost, shooting from three-point range. Oh my this God. was – and how did the Nets score more points? I'm fascinated by his box score now. They, they <laughs> There's 24 combined three-point shots, but why was there not more points in the game overall? Why didn't somebody get hit at least 85? I don't know. They both got to the line a decent amount, made most of their shots. Yeah, this one's it turnover feels... fast. That's what it is. Thirty-one yeah. turnovers. Yeah, so, there it is. <laughs> so with this, with with seeing this, hot off the presses, which probably ended an hour ago because it's in the out in Colorado, <laughs> finished recently. <laughs> does this give you more or less chance for the Rams pulling pulling off this upset? Probably less, to be honest. I feel like Colorado. Losing to Kansas, okay. Coming in a little hungover, I guess, against Northern Iowa, sure. But they're still they're, they're a good team. Yeah, yeah, they're not. I don't think they're going to let the streak get to three. I think they're going to come in, really, really set it down against uh, Colorado State. So I don't know. I don't know if this really helps them at all <laughs> for the Rams. Interesting though. Ken Palm. Had, oh no, that's the actual official school line. Sorry, I'm looking like <laughs> oh wait, three points for and I, you know they have Rams only a seven point deficit or six point deficit. At home, so that's something. Okay. Okay. Right. So, hey, give just give Nico down low, and let him score, right? Yeah. There you go. He like he like I, I go back to him like he is so good. How Rams need to be better, or maybe they are going to be better. But like, if giving him like any when he play, like here's how good he is. I think like they could be like they they might only win like 17 games. Like say only like they might if they want the NIT might might get close to it. But like he's a guy. Like when they play teams, like I know they got cursed by San Diego State and Nelson Boise. But like, if he's on a good night, like, I don't see why they couldn't beat nearly anybody. But it's just there's like nobody around him. Like he had 16 and 11 against call against San Diego State, and like okay, you lose by 20 po- or 20 points essentially. Yeah. I. How about this for? I can see them winning the CBI or okay. you know winning a, a game or two in the NIT maybe. That's probably the ceiling for Colorado State at this point. Uh, but I, I think they're a good team. I think that they probably should be a postseason team, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I guess. So where do you have them? Let's talk about your rankings. Where do you have like everybody, okay. the Rams and everybody else? What's that, what's that looking like? And maybe right. give an explainer for those who are not familiar with this uh, system. Oh, yeah. So I've got a system uh, named after myself. That's the Decoff Power Index and hey, DPI. That's what you always do. Right. There's no reason not to name something after yourself. Well, and you know, I I started working on this when I was a, a kid, really, when I was in middle school, and I, you know, I never thought it was going to go anywhere but my desktop. So I didn't care what I named it, and then the name just sort of stuck. So perfect. Um, all right. So basically, what it does, is it's going to look at offensive and defensive efficiency, sort of like Ken Palm would do. Um, the big thing here is that in like giving an overall grade, it also looks a lot at the what the so-called four factors. This is something Dean Oliver, another statistician, uh, I think he's with ESPN, came up with um, basically the shooting, turnovers, rebounds, and free throws are kind of the four essential factors to every game, both on offense and defense. Uh, so kind of takes different statistics that work in those uh, categories and creates sort of a composite score of those. And then so the offense, the defense, and then those four factors all come together to make an overall DPI grade out of 100. Makes sense. So so right now you have San Diego State number one. So you do this not just Mountain West, you do it nationally overall too, right, it looks like? Yeah, I do this nationally. Um, I don't 
so on the website I posted the rankings and I've got these kind of nice boxes with mm-hmm. bright colors. Uh, I don't have those kind of team pages for everyone. I made those special just for, for yeah, our that site. That makes sense, but, yeah. That's good. But, uh, but yeah, so I do rankings uh, all 353 teams at uh, dpihoops.net. But yeah, so I've got San Diego State at number one with a grade of like 86.5, which is really, you know, quite good. They're number te- number nine overall coming into today. Quick question. Do you update these all the – are these automatically updated? These are not automatically oh, updated. Okay. So just... I have to update these by hand oh. every night, which I'm, I'm hoping to – get to a point where this is all automated pretty soon but i'm just curious because i just look at yeah. the site now which you should check out i see san diego state eight overall which is this is our the post you did was a few days ago so or yeah a couple days ago louisville lost so that's uh, interesting they're number two but i was just curious about that because there's people it's like yeah i just got the numbers it hit it once it hits midnight on your time zone it flips over or something yeah so, i wish that would be that would be, be the cool. dream right but, yeah so uh, my my skills i guess in coming up with these numbers you know i you can debate how accurate they are or whatever but i can i can build things in excel and do all that good stuff yeah. but building a website is a little bit harder for me so still learning on that front that works so what's like what's what's what do you see from those numbers like surprise you within like the mountain west um well i think one of the big surprises is that wyoming is actually still up at like number seven uh, they have one of the worst offenses in the country, but they've actually got a top 100 defense according to the numbers. So uh, that's definitely keeping them afloat and some other teams like Air Force and UNLV uh, staying further down in the rankings certainly helps Fresno State too. Yeah, looking over like nothing. I guess it is the one to look at the D. De- maybe it's their home court advantage, possibly because they're usually pretty good out there at the audit- the blandly named Auditory Arena, <laughs> the uh, Arena Auditorium. Oh, I think. Yeah, see, it's so bad. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> either way sounds right. Arena Auditorium, Auditorium. I think Auditorium. It's like it's the same thing. It's like yeah. there's no. T- <laughs> I I guess technically an auditorium is not an arena. But arena is not a. Tra- I don't know. It's a. I have no but, idea. But, but that is the advantage. They're at home, and that's why they could sneak out some victories or play close. Whether at what seventy two hundred feet, not thousand seventy two hundred feet, <laughs> which seems like it sometimes you're up there and you're not familiar or never been <laughs> to the area. But they like how. It, what do you think, Alan Edwards is up to? He's been around for what year three of him, right? Head coach, I think. I year four. That's right. So, yeah, so what are yeah. they up to? How's that? How's that working out? What What are they trying to do there? Because it doesn't seem going too well. Uh, I. I honestly don't know. It looks sort of like a really bad version of Virginia basketball, really oh. slow, can't shoot, no offense. Defense, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hunter Maldonado's kind of taken over the Justin James role of the what the best player on a bad team who kind of just does everything. So I don't know. It seems like just kind of the wheels are spinning a little bit out in Laramie. I, they, I don't see – there's nothing – that I'm really like looking forward to about this program. I don't see a lot of promise right now, but I might be wrong. So, you know, Wyoming listeners come comment and tell me what I'm missing. Tell me yeah. what I should be, you know, looking out for here. Cause I don't see it. They had 23 wins. Seabed champ, 20 wins, eight and three. It's like, it's like my air force theory. Like they should be running and gunning with the amount of physical attributes they have. You're at 7,200 feet. You should be the most outside of air force. In my opinion, the most, um, not not athletic, but the most in shape athletes in the conference. Yeah, you got to be well conditioned, right? Yeah, 
So you play at that height. You play that. You do. I know. I know. There's ways to train and re- like I see those chambers and stuff where you can reduce oxygen. So if you're instead of going to a place three days before instead of like a day and a half, you can actually reduce the oxygen in rooms and get that training. That's not cheap. <laughs> But you're you're walking, breathing. You don't have to go special room. You're one. You're walking to class. You're getting you're, you ride your bike to school. You know what I mean? If you go mountain biking or snowshoeing, whatever it is, you're walking around and jogging to catch the bus. You're out there all the time. It's like they should be a fast paced team. It's like why would you be a slow paced team when your biggest advantage when you're taking away your biggest advantage? Just about especially when your team's not very good, right? No, I I see what you're saying there, definitely. College coaches, come at me. I, come on, I could fix your team. I can help certain teams out. I'll go visit your area. You pay for me to come out there. I'll charge like $50,000 because you'll, you'll pay coaching for two hundred grand to find a coach I could have given you in a pack of napkin. It's like, hey, go look at these four guys for football. But it's – I don't like – it just doesn't make sense. Like some places, like if you're in altitude, why not run? If you have conditioned guys like the service academies – that they're and you have to be you it's a requirement to be in shape and better shape than most people it's like why aren't you doing that so i don't know that's just something but i was kind of curious your thoughts on why we should just touch high and i'm betting like their defense is fine but like they don't have like you say they have a justin james type guy but they're not as good as justin james was it's like it's oh. a poor man justin james it's like right it's i don't know it's, it's hard to get talent out there it's hard to get players so it's again to find those guys like juco guys or getting guys who like, well, if this guy were three inches taller, he'd be great. He could shoot. He's he's six one instead of six four. That's kind of what the guy look for. Maybe he grows gr- yeah. spurt when he's twenty. Exactly. <laughs> like the guy needs to gain sixty pounds or lose sixty pounds, but you know, it's just not effective wherever he is. <laughs> yeah, they got like they play UVU in a couple weeks or next week. I don't know if they'll beat them. They get Northern Colorado. They go to Denver. Ooh, that Northern Colorado game could be tough. Yeah, that's I, I like that team. So let me let's play the game. What we got the BPI. Oh boy. Okay. For which game? Northern Colorado, Wyoming, at Wyoming. This is a – set the stage, folks, because this number is going to blow your mind. Either way. I'm like, oh, I gave away him, but who cares? It's it's a – it's a whatever. I'll, we'll, I'll have you guess here. 4-4 four and four Northern Colorado, who is 0-3 on the road. <laughs> Wyoming 3-7, and 3-4 and four at home. First off, who do you think is favored? I would think Wyoming would be favored. No, no. Okay, I'm already shocked. So you've delivered on your promise, and I think that makes me zero and two in this game. This game is so unfair, but it's fine. Um, so what do you think? So I gave you that you got you missed part of it. So right. they're not the favorite. So who, what do you think the percentages of Northern Colorado being favored in, from zero to hundred? I guess fifty-one to hundred by the BPI. Uh, let's say sixty-four. No, this is. This honestly might be by far one of the most lopsided ones I've ever seen. Really? 81.7% for Northern Colorado to get their first red win on the year. Hey, Bodie Hume's a player. <laughs> They're a big sky team, so I've uh, caught him a couple times with the playing Portland State. Yeah, big You sp- know, they're, they're, they're not terrible. No, they're sitting they're four and four. They're fine. They beat, who's NNM? Who's that? Northern New Mexico? Yeah. I don't know what that is. They had a logo, so I know they're not like an NAIA school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't think it's anybody. No, I just saw a logo. I'm like, who is that? But like, they played Garden Web, Bradley, West Virginia. It's like it's just interesting. Like, is Wyoming that bad? Are they gonna lose to? If they lose Northern Colorado, it's like okay, that's on the realm of possibility. 
but to be considered that much of a underdog by BPI. Right. Why? Yeah, that's that's rough. Checking that, I gotta check Ken Palm. Hold on, what do we got here? Hold on. I got this is blowing my mind here. Ooh, Ken Palm has a forty one percent chance and a two point uh favorite for NCU. Wow. Uh this game is cruel, the BPI game, because it's nobody knows anything about what it is or how to figure it out. It took I remember I do ELL all the time, but like it took like three years to figure out to get close. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, I I I just have no idea what, what's going on over there. So Yeah, I'll like, probably be pretty bad at that game for a while. Yeah, because the Colorado game, like it's sixty forty, which just sounds about right. But like there's yeah. just ones that's like it's way, way out there. All right, so let's really quick let's kind of get organized and wrap wraps up for this weekend. Really quick, we mentioned okay. Utah or yeah, BYU Utah State neutral floor. I think Utah State has it, but I think this is a game you need to watch. It's going to be on BYU TV, and so to get that, it's on. It's not hard to get, but you got to bear with me, folks. Until I to get it, it I, th- I believe it's on most satellite providers. Because have you heard of this TV show Studio C? A lot of people have heard of that. Have you heard of that show? It's like a sketch comedy what is the thing. Show? Studio, Studio C. Studio C. Have you no, heard of that? I have not. Okay, it's pretty funny. Um, okay. Just do, I'll do you a favor. Just search Scott Sterling, and you'll thank me later. Okay. It's like it's it's amazing. There's there's a soccer one and then a volleyball one, but it's wildly amazing. It's it's a it's a pretty popular sketch show. So it's like that station is everywhere. But if you don't get that, if you sign your satellite provider, because it may not be in HD. If you go to their BYU TV app or BYUTV.org, they stream everything for free. No geo blocking, anything to log in. So that's how you want to watch that game if you're if you're so inclined, which yeah. I think is going to be a really good one this weekend, especially the way BYU's playing. Yoli's back. Mm-hmm. Kate is back. It's like that's could be one of the best games of the whole year in the conference. Thank God, right? I mean, Yoli, Yoli so good. Child, and Nemez Kata, that was the matchup. You, when you saw this schedule come out, you were like, ah, yes. And then – your child gets suspended and and Kate is hurt and you wonder you know if it's gonna yeah so yeah. I'm just glad glad that it's really coming to pass. It will be it'll be in the evening. So there's no football, so no reason not to watch this. There you go. Or if you do watch Army Navy, it'll be over by then. Don't need to worry about that. <laughs> but 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 that one, it's there'll be a dozen, two dozen NBA scouts there because both guys are going to be future yeah. pros. Even obviously Sam Merrill as well be out there, and so that'll be huge. And then we got like Air Force Denver, whatever. Like, right, uh, come on. What do I going to say about that one? Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, Stanford, San Jose, San Jose State. Stanford's always pretty good, 8 and 1 on the year. It's, they gave him a, remember, they gave him a, a close game last year. Yeah, and you want to know something. Stanford is actually like number four in my rankings right now, or at least coming what? into today, they were. They've just, the numbers absolutely love what they're doing, even though they lost, uh, I believe, to Butler. They're still that high up in the rankings. Uh, probably just some big wins that they've done. I haven't really done a deep dive as to why they're there. But, yeah, so I I think Stanford is probably going to walk away with a win against San Jose State, even though it's in San Jose. Yeah, that's weird, too. I guess the part of the Bill Walsh thing, they kind of went back and forth for him being coach at both places. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess their big win, Oklahoma, I don't know, 19 points. Sure. Long Beach State, that's decent, beating the Big West team. Uh I guess the other game you want to watch this weekend at New Mexico State, New Mexico, the round two of the Rio Grande rivalry. Uh, that's, that's about it for the week. That one's decent. I don't know. What, what, does conference play start up in earnest again next week? Um, let's see. I think Not it's quite. actually a little. <laughs> I think it's longer than that, unfortunately. Uh, I, th- I think we have to wait till the new year. It's a slow time for basketball right now, partly because you have finals, Christmas, travel. 
So it, yeah. I, for some reason, I thought it came the end of December. But I believe it's like New Year's Eve is when they're back up doing it, which is like, why do you want to play New Year's Eve? It's come on. Oh, it's actually it's New Year's Day. And New Year's looks, Day. And Fresno what are you, State. What are you doing? Fresno State plays San Diego State at one p.m. Mountain Time on New Year's Day. What are, what are, you, what are you guys doing, Mountain West? What is this garbage? Oh New my Year- gosh! So you're telling me you want to put <laughs> one, two, three, four, five of your five games, ten of your twelve. Jeez, ten of your twelve teams on New Year's Day. Do you know what goes on New Year's Day? A lot of college football. Yeah. People stay up super late, uh-huh. which that one o'clock game, who, how many people are going to show up to that game? As, uh, I'm worried about the players showing up to that game. I know. You have fun. <laughs> Night before, you stay up pretty late. You do whatever you do. Like, <laughs> I, new, what are they? I, I have no words to describe. I'm flummoxed about what are they doing that day. It's like, yeah. besides being like, Pretty big, heavy college football. Like, I know not every game's on New Year's Day anymore, but, like, let me pull this up real quick. This could have been next podcast, but the development's gotten to me now. (laughs) (laughs) January 1, just really quick. Here's what you got. Here's what you're competing with. Minnesota-Auburn. That's a pretty good game. uh, What's that? The Outback Bowl. You have uh, Michigan-Alabama. I've heard of those two teams. They're pretty good. Yeah. Ever, Ever heard of the Rose Bowl, Andrew? Ever heard of that little thing? Uh, no, no, because I'm a Beavers fan, so we don't, we don't go to that bowl. <laughs> I, I am also not too happy with Utah not going to the Rose Bowl. But I'm just saying, then you got the Sugar Bowl as well, nightcap. Who's watching basketball? <laughs> I mean, I, I might be, depending what? on, you know, what I need to write that week. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> I, we'll thought, I thought Utah State UNLV could, could be good. Seems like a blow, and that's a late game, which maybe. But it's like, I... Who do I write a letter to? Can I do change.org without doing anything? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think we're going to wrap up there because I have nothing else to add because that just makes right. me my blood boil because it's just <laughs> stupid. It's like – I and none of the games are on TV because they're not on ESPN because all the bowl games are taking up ESPN. <laughs> like, you got one on Facebook, one on AT&T Sportsnet, yeah. and the others are on the Mountain West. Probably because I'm not looking at the Mountain website. Mountain West, I'm on ESPN at the moment, so I see CBSSN, but it's like – yeah, branding matters. <laughs> this is, okay, really quick before I wrap up, I want to see the whole sk- slate that day. Top twenty-five. You wonder the only top twenty-five game that day? Mountain West versus San Diego State. Yeah, I was going to say right, San Diego State. We do okay. I'm gonna, really quick. I want to see a couple games because this is a fun game. UConn Cincy, New Year's Day. Um, Furman VMI that matchup on ESPN Plus. Ooh, Ooh boy! Like anybody, it's anybody. There's a couple AAC games like ECU plays Wichita. You do have okay. The AAC and Mountain West are dumb because you got South Florida. You got a lot of AAC games going on too. You have Creighton and Marquette. Big East is kind of getting action a little bit. There's like there's twelve games I think if I'm counting right, and like five of them are Mountain West. Like, yeah. What? Uh, I guess it's you know occupying a, a space where nobody else really was, but there might be a reason that nobody else was on this schedule. Nobody's gonna pay attention to your game. Like you got since he's a pretty big game. It, yeah, yeah. Soon to be ex conference mates, <laughs> breaking breaking up the Big East American thing not working out for UConn. But all right, we're gonna wrap it up there because New Year's Day is weird, and I'm not gonna watch. Like, okay, I shouldn't say I'm not gonna watch because I probably should. Did they? Uh, let me ask you. Did they put the condensed games of basketball on YouTube on YouTube channel? Because I'd watch the heck out of those. Because if I could watch a basketball game in 12 minutes, I'm good. 
because they put a lot of football games on there all the time. But when I try to catch up on that, I'll watch those for that are thirty minutes instead of three hours. I don't know. It might be worth checking. Well, yeah, definitely check it out. They um, they have the player week videos. I won't go through it now and bore you all, but if you're not doing it, please do it because I don't want to watch six games in one night. I'm sorry. I just like I have things to do. I'll pick a game or two. I'll go. I'll record a bunch of games like you probably do. Maybe go back and watch. But I'm like sometimes I just want to blaster and see a game in twelve minutes. But yeah. that's for me. But here that's where. Don't throw show tonight. Stop. We're <laughs> stop being rambling and being grumpy. Not grumpy, but just shocked. Uh, website mwr.com. That's where you find us. Ask for when we'll be back. We'll see. <laughs> not that, not just because we'll see. It, it'll it'll calm down because when we don't have games every day of the week, it makes it hard to do a show. It's like, well, let's do Wednesday. Well, there's four games. Well, tonight, like, screw it. We're doing the show tonight. And if there's conference games or the BYU Nevada game, we're gonna do it anyways. Yeah, we'll just talk about it. So. Exactly, and so I guess going forward, we'll probably we'll try to keep it once a week. We'll try to get that schedule locked down. We'll see how it goes over Christmas, but especially when league play starts, when it's what Tuesday, Wednesday, slash like Saturday, Thursday. You know what I mean? Like when they do twice yeah. a week games, maybe three nights. We'll probably pick like a Monday or something and do it. Kind of go through stuff where it's more solidified of who's playing where and what we're talking about more games. But we just kind of ramble tonight to get get caught up. We want to say hi to everybody. We know football's taking over. We had a bunch of podcasts for football last week. I had something last week, a shopping emergency, which was, oh boy, we're not going to get into that. It just took way too long. But we'll be back pretty much every week going forward. So subscribe to the feed. Check it out. Follow us on Twitter, MWC Wire. Check out the DPI for, what's the actual website? DP, sorry, dpihoops.net? dpihoops.net. Yeah, that's right. I had it. Nailed it. Perfect. Questionable how I said it, but I got it. <laughs> so check that out for the rankings, and you'll have those probably about once a week on our site. We have the Player of the Year tracker, a bunch of recaps, previews, we'll have some just whatever you want about hoops. We'll start piling that up as well now that we kind of push football to the side. Basketball is more front and center, but we'll be back next time, and just uh, enjoy the show, folks. Enjoy your team, and we're going to come back around New Year's Day next time. <laughs>